Hi, welcome back to the God of Onions podcast, Layer Four. I am Hiral Mehta, the your host as well as the owner of House of Hiral, where I create and sell lifestyle products and art. Today, we have Craig Demello, also known as the Chief Creative Officer of Workshop Bangalore, as well as the co-founder. The Think Happy Everyday Workshop is a creative space which all artists should know. Let me add him to this slide. Super! Thanks for having me. Great, great. So your space is very unique. I think from the first time when I'd spoken to you, I was very intrigued about your space. I'm sure when I'm going to be coming to Bangalore, I'm going to surely going to see your space, and I'm going to come to your space because it's so different and unique. So um, I think even Shiloh Chef Suleiman, she must have come to your space, right? Uh, yeah, we do do some work with Shiloh. Uh, we help her build some installations, and she's used our space to build out some of her ideas as well. When when wow. she uh, when she is in Bangalore. Wow, that's that's amazing. That's quite um, interesting, inspiring, and um, it's very nice. So I think I'm going to start with my questions, which I'm going to be asking you. So my first question is. How do you promote creativity and innovation simultaneously? Uh, we we started with uh, the sim- simple idea of um, why why the workshop exists, and uh, it it came about with the philosophy: uh, why live in a world where we make do with things when you can make and do things, and uh, that allowed us to. Have this kind of um, uh, space where we were not concentrating on necessarily on the next best innovation, but it was. It started with the simple idea of uh, there are things that we make do with, and there are things that we can make and do, and that almost starts uh, with creativity because uh, we believe everybody is creative. I mean, everybody has a creative spark, and whether it's uh, cooking or uh, Hobbies or work or um, accounts. I mean, everybody has a creative streak that they they can nurture. And innovation is the ability to have a space where you can take those ideas and maybe break them down. Um, I would say make mistakes safely. You know, so it allows innovation to uh, to happen, and uh, you can innovate. So and it it it's it. It goes hand in hand. It's it's nothing that we've done. It essentially is a precursor to the next. So, uh, if there's creativity and you're going to move forward, whether you're solving problems creatively, uh, you're going to be innovating some product or some idea or some experience and augmenting that and probably making better. Interesting, interesting, and that's what the workshop is about. Uh, yeah, that, that that's why it exists. Yes, amazing, amazing. So, uh, my next question is: What are some ways to promote creativity using materials such as metal or cement to artists on a budget? Uh, and this has quite a few constraints there. So, you have uh, artists on a budget already, and we have a few materials that we're talking about. But yes. if if we uh, the the process of art itself is a very creative process uh, and 
if we apply materiality to design, what, what we're doing is we're, we're exploring, uh, you know, we see cement all around us as an example. I mean, it's, it's all around. It's, it's something that you don't uh, presume is seemingly creative until you see the scale of the buildings and the architecture that's around us, which is, uh, which is uh, completely based on material. And the same with metal and metal and cement actually work together at scales that uh, I would say urban, they, they've redefined the urban, you know, so you have cement, steel, glass. Uh, these are three materials that have actually redefined what we, what we look at in the everyday world. And if we just take them down in scale and uh, you look at them at different scales, it allows you to do different things with them. So if we look at metal, right, from jewelry making, uh, which is uh, brilliant craftsmanship in, with the artisans in India as well, uh, especially in India. I mean, jewelry is really something that has come out from, from the land. And uh, you scale down cement, uh, you can do so many other things with it. And it's not just about doing one thing right now, which is what we are looking at it as a construction tool. You know, metal is used for construction and metal as cement is used for construction. But can cement be used for art? Can cement be used for furniture? Uh, can cement be used for home decor? Uh, and these are extrapolations which uh, is up to the people to come and explore. So we just facilitate that. We facilitate a certain technique with our workshops. So we have a few workshops where you can explore basic skills so you can get started and then probably YouTube your way through uh, uh, through the rest of the processes because there's so much you can gather information from and there's so many sources and you have a space where you can come and test these ideas out. So uh, the, the scope is actually limitless with what we recently did uh, cement lamps which were really beautiful so it's cement casting for lamps we've done uh, metal work where we've had uh, Everything from build a giant pair of lungs, which required metal frameworking to be done, which was done by an artist initially, uh, right up to uh, people building out small little uh, wood metal coffee tables uh, of their own design or something they've seen on Pinterest or Instagram and are trying to replicate that, which we see is, wow. uh, is wonderful that people can do that. Wow, 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 wow. So uh, that's quite interesting where, you know, you can actually experiment a lot of things from cement to metals at your space where, uh, you know, your space making creativity, uh, you know, whatever you imagine into something which you can see. So I think that's very beautiful. So, yes. Uh, so I'll ask my next question. My next question is, what motivates you to select a project? Uh, sometimes the projects just uh, literally walk in through the door. So we're not out there necessarily selecting projects, which if we've, we've done multiple installation builds, so we also run an ad agency uh, and an architecture firm. And okay. the workshop is our, almost our play space and our research initiative. So we, we build out installations for different experiences at the workshop itself. So some of them are for our clients. Uh, most of them are for clients. And occasionally when we do have the funds to build out something or there's something community driven, uh, an example would be we did a Christmas tree 
five years ago for a church and they 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 wanted us to create an experience of a really cool christmas tree so we didn't we started with the you know should we do something recycled how do we break this idea down and we came about with the thought that um the best gift at christmas is time you know spending time with someone and uh, we trained the youth group of that church in woodworking and we helped them with the design so they made a design of a tree oh. uh, and uh, we helped them create a pvc pipe organ so we did a three octave pvc pipe organ and they looked like joysticks uh, around the tree and the tree had some asparagus ferns uh, with it and yes. people learned a bit of electronics so they interacted with each other so sometimes we don't necessarily select a project uh the project walks in and That's then good. it evolves you know so uh, yeah we are open for commissions and we build installations um we've done work with multiple corporates multiple uh, clients uh colleges we run workshops where we can come uh, train you we run experiences for corporates where they can build something together so it it just depends on what people are looking for and when they decide to think happy every day and they want to make and do something they they somehow find us wow i think just the way i found you all <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's amazing so my next question is how do you connect to the project you are working on how do you balance concept and motive oh cool uh concept and motive uh, okay it, it 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 kind of is linked cuz our, our our concepts stem from a brief or some kind of situation or experience we're trying to to create and uh, it 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 is a step up so it's a gradual step up so we start with uh, maybe we want to talk about air pollution and then how can we talk about air pollution and then we say okay let's build a large billboard with giant lungs on it and um, uh, yeah so it 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 follows a, a kind of systematic pattern strangely so it's not just serendipity of ideas where we're just building because we can of course we can do that like i built a swing for my daughter the other day and i was so happy that i could do that uh, it, it was a small it's just a plank with like few holes there and we tied some ropes and tied it to a mango tree but i could build it and the ability to be able to do that is where motive and concept kind of you want to do something nice for someone you can go build it you know so uh, we we don't necessarily have much to do with that because uh, we've had people come in and there was a, a a lady who wanted to gift her husband the day of making Uh, not because he's not made before but because she thought it was a fun way for them to spend time together and uh, do something different and uh, they spent time together they made something and they designed something together they built something besides the house and the life that they built of course but they built something small and uh, it, it it was motive enough for them to come up with a concept you know So that's that's essentially uh that's our take on uh, how they follow each other and maybe it could be vice versa you have a concept and uh, I, but i think it's mostly you have you want to do something and then you start to think of concepts or build concepts around that and then you find the places where you can build out these ideas or 
whether they are uh, tangible or intangible so it just depends amazing amazing that's very beautiful wow i think that's something completely very niche and new about the workshop and i think it's one of a kind in india for sure so that's very interesting so my next uh, question is uh, what experiments have you tried using new mediums and how did it go Five years ago, uh, we when we set up six years ago almost I think it was six years uh, in two thousand fifteen yeah that's six years now uh, we there was the Maker Fair in Bangalore and we built out an installation called Synesthesia which was a large metallic structure computationally designed uh, it was the first time we were building out an uh, installation like that it was our first installation that we built out and it had sensors in it and it had like over Six hundred LEDs, programmable LEDs, that kind of reacted to when you moved around the installation. It was ethereal; it was blue and was like almost neonish. Um, and uh, we enclosed it in a dark room, and it had a soundscape that varied as you interact with the installation. Uh, the reactions to that, when we were at Maker Fair, we had uh, uh, more than a few people come in and ask us, uh, "What is the purpose of this installation?" And it was an experiment to see how you react with um, a malleable substance. Do you touch it? How do you re how do you react? So it's synesthesia. One act inspires another. You know. So it was based on would would one sense being triggered inspire you to do something else with another sense? So would you touch what you hear and would you move around with what you see? So uh, would you would you play with it? You know. Would you interact with it? Would you interact with a structure that was interacting with you? and uh while the children really enjoyed the installation they seemed to be the most free so they didn't have any yes. preconceived notions of uh what we should be doing with the structure or what the structure yes. needs to be doing with us so it yes. became an experience and that allowed us to uh gave us a, not allowed us it gave us a glimpse of uh how people react with things that are fairly new in their in their scope of experience so some people need to have a purpose they're like why why is this installation here do these lights do anything for me and uh, we had to just cite the example of sometimes you just uh, if you're in paris and you're sitting around the eiffel tower i mean it's not necessarily doing anything for you if you're just watching the lights go off or you see fireworks in the sky and it's the ability of the the emotional connect maybe whatever chemicals they are releasing you know and the, the the joy that you get the the experience that you have the the curiosity that you explore uh and that was our first experiment actually so it was multi material build it was uh, a sensorial uh, interactive installation and um, Yeah, it, it was quite a large one. It was huge. Wow. It was almost like uh, it was, I think, like three hundred kilos of metal, maybe. Wow! So, wow! That's amazing. That's amazing. Wow! I think I have seen that metal. Is that the one with the elephant one which you had? Uh... Uh, no, no. It's 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 a blue color on our main website, which is the okay. uh, hyphen website dot in. It's the the first picture yes. there. uh it's it's a blue color neon it looks like little uh neon tubes 
that are all around and each of them were strung with an led and uh, the the whole installation kind of reacted as you moved around it so if you had a crowd of people crowd around the installation <laughs> it reacted differently the, it lit Amazing. up differently it, i think it, it's it, the it, front it's the first image on the page which i can yeah, see yeah it is it is probably red blue wow it's blue it's only blue it's, it's only blue it's it's the one that's only blue uh, i can probably okay. send it to you sure sure amazing okay great so uh, my next question is uh what advice do you have for all people not only artists to create more sustainability um as like sustainability uh, and sustainable creation uh, we shouldn't like follow the green wash where we're just like saying it for the sake of saying it but uh, it it depends on how you build the idea what it's being built for uh, so some of our builds um, we've tried to reuse material like the christmas tree which i talked about was completely dismantleable and could be the materials could be resold or reused for other purposes you know uh so it just depends on what you're creating and uh, sometimes art is an absolute indulgence so uh, putting the you know if we are trying to create sustained sustainable um work there was there was an artist uh, who made a complete um, uh, furniture line of of um, cane um and use cane so they were doing cane prosthetics and then they 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 had an exhibition with this uh, larger than life very exotic i would say for furniture um pieces that were made they were huge they were like cane chandeliers that were bamboo not bamboo like bamboo chandeliers that were um 10 to 12 feet wide uh, and so it it just depends on what you're doing so the advice is um, go out there and do stuff and keep doing stuff and if you can save the planet while you're at it and you can have concern for uh communities and uh, you can have concern for how you're using energy and where you're using energy and uh, yeah you you think about that and then you you formulate your plan and hopefully you can build out something that's uh, relevantly cool and sustainable amazing amazing uh my last question now how do you uh, promote creative environment in your workshop uh, <laughs> we leave the walls blank <laughs> so <laughs> we we don't have uh, any graffiti uh, we don't have any unnecessary posters unless it's something to do with safety which we've kept very basic as a little print out and we leave the walls blank like blank canvas and uh, we hope that people can come fill it up with their ideas and things that they want to do wow wow that's very interesting that's uh, very intriguing for an artist like me i am basically <laughs> from mumbai and uh, when i'm going to come to bangalore next i'm surely going to visit your space and uh, Yes, Tilika, that's a good idea. So, guys, would you all have any questions for uh, Craig? Hi. I 
think um, the videos generally in lives they go a little slow. So until people have the questions, it goes very slow. So no worries. Just... Yeah, but I'm from Bombay too, so. Uh, it, at the end, our space was. Um, uh, You're from Bombay too, okay? Yes, yeah, yeah. So I studied uh, at Xavier's. I was in school. I played football there. I was in three schools on Bosco's, Don Bosco, and Saint Anne's. Uh, oh, it was wow. fun. Yeah. So Bombay was super fun. Uh, so what made you come to Bangalore? Uh, <laughs> I came here for 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 the love of my life, <laughs> and oh, stayed. So yeah. yeah, and that's that. Actually, it's her workshop. It, the workshop was Anna's idea. In fact, we were in London, and uh, uh, she had come back from the Institute of Making, and uh, I was I was there working as a copywriter as well. And um, yeah, she came home one day, and we were coming back to India. So uh, she, we were going to start Think Happy Every Day, which is T H E, which is the. And uh, she said that, you know, if I had a workshop like the one we have here in London back in India when I was studying, the things that I would have made and done. And I was like, okay, cool. Uh, that's, that's pretty cool. And then she said, when we go back, I want to start a workshop. And I was like, okay, cool, let's do that. And since I'm a brand guy, I asked her, uh, what would you like to call the workshop? And she's like, workshop. <laughs> so we were like, okay, so we have the, let's think happy every day and you have workshop. So it's the workshop and it kind of fit. And when we came back, there was this massive maker movement happening, which is, is kind of still going on in its own way. It's uh, a lot of, lot more schools have taken up the mandate of making and design education. And uh, they're, they're thinking about, so we've run workshops with some of the best schools around, uh, I would say the country. Uh, and uh, we've done immersive workshops with them, you know, where we, we work with students uh, to learn experientially um, and, and also get hands-on with tools and build out. Uh, not, it's not a hackathon where they're building out ideas for a startup, but it's just exploring the nature of being, you know. So there, there is confidence. There's so many things that it can tackle. So, um, yeah, that, that's, that's how the workshop has been about and how it started. Wow. Uh, yeah. That's very interesting. <laughs> that's completely interesting. Wow, the way you all have come up with it. <laughs> yeah, wow. it, 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 it was actually, actually just a, a need since she's an architect and she says there's this gap between digital fabrication and uh, digital design, you know, and computational design and making. And uh, there, there, there's so many, there's so many gaps right now in the country which need to be filled so that people can build out bigger, build out better, build out sharper ideas. And our wow. space is just one space, and we're not funded. It's all self-funded, which is which is quite a quite. It takes quite a bit out on us. So, yeah, people, please come to the workshop and make something. Uh, call us for a commission or call us for workshops when 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 uh, the lockdowns start to open and we can probably. Uh, be be in the same space together and build stuff. Wow. But uh, wow. yeah, so it, it, it is a journey and we've seen everyone from like a variety, right from an eight-year-old build stuff at our space to a, I think the oldest person that came in was a 65-year-old or 70, 70, just under 70. It was a grandmom who came in with her granddaughters. and. And they made stuff together. They were like hammering out at tools with power tools. 
we've also had differently able people use the workshop uh, it was very cool so we, there was a little ramp made and you know uh, there was the, i've forgotten the person's name but he made something amazing and it it felt nice to be able to uh, keep the space open so that people can come um, and make and do what matters to them you know whether it's wow. hammering a nail or, or or changing the world i mean it's it just depends on what they are wow. looking to do wow that's a beautiful philosophy and concept yes i think binod kg says so your thoughts are really great someone dream and you want to make it true that's very true binod that's very true so we have got a question how do you encourage creativity uh we 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 facilitate it we're a space creativity is something that's inside you we have nothing to do with it uh we're just a space where you can come and express that creativity use the space to uh to build out things that you want or to learn skills that you maybe need to develop because uh, it's all a journey and it's it's uh, something that's up to the person so and as i said before everybody's creative every every single person is creative every single day of their life you just have to be able to look in the right perspective to be able to spot what you can use it for and then when you have that motive as we were talking about earlier you can probably have a concept and then when you have a concept you can always come to the workshop and build it out if wow. with what tools That's we have that are possible with what tools yes. we have that are make things possible otherwise we can always put you in touch with other other mentors or service providers yes. who can help like we don't have a metal cnc it's too expensive for us like we have another vendor who probably cuts out things in metal uh, we have a laser cutter which does uh, acrylic and mdf and leather so if you have products with that you can do that but if you wanted to integrate it with another another product we could put you in touch with that person uh, we are not an incubator we don't work that way and we hope that people can just build out ideas uh, as as we said make mistakes safely yes. you know so we don't know what could come out of it but uh, we're not all saving the planet and some of us just want to make something nice to put up on our walls and we are very Amazing. happy that people have the ability and space to do that wow amazing interesting so someone has asked what are the mediums would you like to explore so from the ones which you have already explored uh like wood metal leather laser uh, cut off metals and everything is there anything in your mind or anything where you're planning to explore next yeah we will be doing a little more digital uh, digital work as well uh we will be doing stuff and maybe i would say uh, uh a new reality uh and uh, we would explore we would be exploring multi material as well uh once we open back yes. up which should be ho hopefully in the next 15 days we should have word that we can open up and we'll open up slowly we keep the workshop numbers down uh we've been doing some work with resin we've been running some resin workshops a uh, little more electronics uh, we may launch a couple of uh, toys maybe i don't know we, oh, we may launch something some really cute stuff um cuz my my girl's growing up uh, her name's ariana hope and uh, uh, we we are getting together some little bits of robotics uh, some some nice stuff that is uh... oh yes as you said that okay. you're going you're going to start uh, you know creating toys for kids and you're like exploring with digital as well as multi uh, materials as well so i would love to know more about that 
<laughs> uh, it's still in the work, so we should be releasing some uh, some cool new installations that we're we're working on in the next couple of months. Uh, so once it's ready, we're we're just starting. We we're just getting go aheads for them, and uh, that's and we we start putting out a few more designs, um, trying to keep the roof up so people come for workshops, uh, build out skills, do do stuff. Uh, don't necessarily not buy from IKEA, but you can always build build cool stuff. Because I, I love the story of well, we have a member. His name is uh, Say Sayantan. And um, he's been, he's come for about seven workshops at our space. Like he's done wood, he's done metal, he's done resin. Uh, he's done, and he's a chip designer. Uh, and he, he, he started building out his own furniture for his new flat. When, so he got married and he, he came to us before he got married. He was a bachelor. He got married. The first thing he did when he came back to Bangalore was get his wife for a workshop, which we found was like, wow, that was a really cool story. Wow. And uh, and he's been building so much of furniture. I even wonder if he really works, you know, somewhere else. Because he's he's passionately building. I mean, he's transformed into a carpenter, and his work has moved up from amateur level work to fine joinery that he's doing right now. And he's integrating so many things into his ideas. And um, he, he's, he's back home right now he, when he comes back, but he's taking up another. So we have something called a box, which is a 70 square foot space with a mezzanine on top where you can yes. make it your own little shop, you know. So we, we rent that yes. out as a monthly thing. And he's going to take up two boxes now because he has more furniture. And I think he's got an order as well. So um, wow. we had another person come in and... Uh, in fact, his name is Karthik and uh, he'd come for a workshop. I think his wife is a designer. Uh, yeah. They do furniture for children. And uh, he came for one of our woodworking workshops. Of course, they had they were great designers and they've been doing work for some time. But then when he went back, he messaged me that he's been really at it and he's bought lots more tools and he set up a workshop at home. And they did so well. I mean, his wife was featured for the furniture pieces in Vogue. And we, we found that like a lovely story, you know, that when you really put your heart to it and uh, you want to build and make and do what matters to you, uh, whatever it is, it's a wonderful experience, not just for That's us, amazing. which is a great story for us to share. But uh, as uh, it, it is why the workshop exists at, at its own reason. And there should be many more spaces. If we could, we'd open so many more spaces. But uh, yeah. I wish you all had opened one in Mumbai. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe, yes. maybe, maybe, but right now it's it's a different time. We're trying to keep this space open because it's shut right now. It's been shut. It's, it's been. Uh, I hope everybody's staying safe, wearing masks and doing what they need to do to you know keep the space mm -hmm. safe around and uh, so yeah. that we can all open up back again and um, okay. yeah and and smile at people. You know, of course, at the workshop you've always been wearing a mask. Because of the, you know, when we have people are working, the sawdust, we the advise people to always wear a mask. Yes, yes exactly. Uh, so, uh, yeah, most of the time the workshop, uh, they've always been the mask culture. And now it's kind of extended and we hope people stay safe so that they can come. We've kept numbers down. We have like two or three people come in now for what would earlier be 15. Just so that there's each person has their own table and there's like good 10 feet. The workshop is like 3,000 square feet. And we have a large 
large shed and it's it's fun you when you come to bangalore i think you'll really like this place so maybe you can do a large art bangalore very soon i'm going to be visiting bangalore in august i'm really going to come i'm surely going to come to the workshop <laughs> so tilika says wow so amazing your initiative to fill those gap of industry that's very true tilika then um amazing space for anyone i i five high script says amazing space for anyone who wants to have that practical experience amazing i think he's from bangalore and i'm sure that he's going to be yeah follow space. us yes. follow us the workshop_blr yes. yes tilika says i would totally visit when in bangalore hi maiki guy she is amazing she's an amazing floral artist and her work has been featured in le decor magazine very recently oh, and she also works for them so yes then i i fi high scripts i'm from bangalore never knew this amazing place thanks to go okay okay so he is surely going to visit your place now yeah yay <laughs> ironic 88 asks what are your thoughts on exploring setting up a blacksmithing uh, or forging workshop we have been exploring that but for that we need the forge and we were looking at an electric forge but uh, right now it, it's we need more people to to come to use the things you know so we can invest in it if we have a collective of people doing things on it or else the machines and the tools need a lot of maintenance so we have to keep maintaining them and plus we need experts to work with them so most of our uh, workshops are run some of them are run by our in-house people and some of them are run by experts and i would say they are masters of their craft because it shouldn't be otherwise you know uh, and we encourage people to if if like we had pottery at a point but we didn't have a wheel uh, so we could do things and we've been asked about uh, the furnace and we've been thinking about glass blowing and more a uh, blacksmith but but we need to work those uh, details out because it might not be feasible right now for us to to put something out where we have one user uh in time hopefully so the more you'll use our space the more we can invest in in because it's a it's a cycle so the more we are able to do the more we can put back into the space so we just kit it with better tools better facilities and uh, and hopefully uh, people take home awesome memories and things that they make Wow, that's amazing! Uh, I am Nadesh. Says, how does Craig come up with cool stuffs? Always unique, out of the box thinking. New golden words of advice for beginners. Sorry, few golden words uh, of advice for beginners. That's very true. I think um, it's very exciting for a lot of beginners as well as artists who have reached a level to even visit your workshop. It's very true. Uh, for for artists, I would say it's. Uh... it's their workshop for them uh, for for people who want to build out stuff it's it's the tools they need some of them come with really specific needs they like i'm looking for x y z and we might have x and y we might not have z you know uh, and for beginners um, i would say be brave and um, just make mistakes safely and enjoy the journey true true so someone okay so there's uh someone who's asked are you planning on expanding the workshop i think as you said that right now you're working in bangalore as there's a lockdown and i'm sure that one day you'll come to bombay <laughs> we we would right now we we can we try to deliver quality over quantity 
So we've never looked at uh, education or experience as something where we need to have hundreds of numbers to substantiate why the space is open. It's open for the one, for the one thing, for the one person. So even with that blacksmith, if, if we could afford to put that in, we would have done that. But it, it's a bit of investment and some expertise. So we need to maintain that well. So we, we wouldn't waste, um, waste the tool. You know, it has to be used. It shouldn't be left there. Uh, like many engineering colleges have had maker spaces for the past 30 years. And we've had engineers come to us and say that, you know, the last time I worked with something like this wasn't the one day I did workshop in my engineering college. And uh, it feels that we could do so much better as a nation by just using the spaces the right way. So we, we want to keep it uh, true to its nature. True, amazing. That's that's quite unique and interesting. I think this is this space is going to uh, work really well for me. Uh, the reason being that I am doing a lot of projects. My artworks basically have paintings as well as brass. So sometimes oh, cool. I cut brass myself. I'm working on a resort project over here in Lonavla, a little further from Lonavla, between Pune and Lonavla. And that's where I've been working on my brass cutting and, you know, followed by my murals, which I work for, you know, few homes. <laughs> Definitely. Yes. Give us a call for interior design or architecture. We can help build the houses oh, that you design stuff in. That's, that's, that's what we do. So we do. But besides, do you also so what, do that in other cities as well? Apart yes, from absolutely. Area? Absolutely. We've got projects oh, running in Goa. We've got projects in Kurg. Uh, so yeah, we run a full-fledged architecture and interior design firm and we are currently collaborating with uh, some of the best artisans around to do some really, really cool furniture. So you can always, wow. uh, you can, we can connect after this and everything that comes into, you know, our, our scope of work at yes. the end starts to trickle down into the workshop because uh, we can get like, we just got a laser cutter this year after five years, you know, so we've been around five years and we finally could afford a laser cutter. And that's thanks to the mm -hmm. members coming in and people helping keep the space open. Yes. And uh, now we hope more people can come and use the laser cutter. We'll be running some more workshops with that. Uh, so right from embroidery, doing, doing something, engraving something on your leather jacket or your denim jacket, yes. to, you know, cutting out cool uh, flat pack stuff with uh, MDF and innovating with that. And maybe even doing artwork, which is using a digital medium as interspacing your work. Uh, yeah, so it, it just depends uh, on how many more projects we get as you said what, what when do we take up a project we take up a project when it's it's it, it seems like there's a scope for us to think happy every day wow that's a beautiful <laughs> philosophy do you also do interior styling yes absolutely we, we do like end-to-end oh, -end stuff we can produce the whole thing so yay uh, give us a ring and share share some contacts and i'm, uh, I'm gonna be uh, sharing one soon so yes that's quite interesting. That's very interesting. I'm in love with your philosophy and the niche which you all have with your space, which is hardly available anywhere. I think it's one of a kind in India because, you know, whenever I try to search for such a space, at least in the outskirts of Mumbai, I can't find any of those. And especially with metal cutting and, you know, you having this niche that it is made for artists who have reached at an intimidate space for themselves and, you know, helping them out. That's a huge, huge, um, you know, making things easier for them. Like, uh, you know, for an artist like me, 
it's the easiest thing available for me but hopefully if it was near my city it would have been even more easier you so, you can move to bangalore it's a nice space <laughs> we had we had we had a halo around the sun a couple of days back i mean you can't beat that oh yes the rainbow, rainbow around i got a yes, picture of yes. it so we're like yay uh, but that said um the space uh, for artists also we've had a lot of artists collaborate with us and use the space to build out the ideas like in our first year we had an artist uh, trinajith who was working out of the space and he built out a tree which had the word love uh, in uh, in all the indian languages for i think he built it out for some community and was a metal tree mounted uh, he also built a car for olix made out of mobile phones so it was a giant car uh, made out wow. of mobile phones so and then we've had other artists use the space to build out the smaller stuff we've had someone do resin casting cement casting do uh, artifacts uh, cuz there there are so many spaces for startups and if you have a product that you want to design and you have like loads of people waiting to help you with that idea and scale up and uh you know go to market and sometimes you just want to come and make yourself a coaster you know and you don't want to sell it to anyone you just want to take it back home and share it with your friends or just just not even share it you just want to come and make something and that's why the space exists so of course we we've had product designers use the space and build out stuff but we've had a lot of artists and we've had a lot of people who just came in because they wanted to spend time with themselves wow <laughs> interesting i'm going to come with my husband for sure <laughs> for sure so for sure. which which are the artists you have worked for any renowned artists uh, i'm sure that you worked with shailo shiv suleiman we know her we've had we've had a couple uh, there, there was uh, we didn't necessarily build for them but they've used the space so we've uh, I've, i've forgotten some of the names there was another instagrammer uh she's also an artist she came for a resin oh. workshop uh there were a couple of other people who built out smaller ideas um uh there was this uh, the cane startup i think they were called rise legs which was a, a cane prosthetic startup uh, they built a uh, lots of art stuff uh, they built a whole exhibition which they ran in bombay actually they launched it in bombay and uh the workshop was full of cane and bamboo for 3 months so they they took up like 60% of the space because their installations were huge their furniture pieces were huge they had like a chair which was 12 feet high and like really cool stuff so um and we've had smaller uh, we've had younger artists also use the space like uh, we've had school school children come and use the space so we don't like to just limit it to artists because everybody like creativity is an artist it's just depends on whether you charge for your art you know So true, true. if if you if it true. if you're charging for your art then you you probably found a way to to earn off that art but till then everybody true. who's just drawing a squiggle on a piece of paper is that uh, a beginner artist at some level maybe true true that's beautiful and how did the person uh, I'm sorry I'm uh, curious how did the person transport his installations or the bamboo work to bombay oh uh, the trucks yeah by trucks it's like huge okay. so you can you manipulate how you put load up the truck and you can really load a huge truck and i think he sent a, he sent maybe two trucks maybe to bombay uh, wow. so we've had the yeah, and we've also built a lot of our lungs so we we've, we've um, 
uh, we build for Jatka, which is a non-profit, an NGO, and they work heavily with climate change and air pollution and other such matters. Uh, and uh, we ran a campaign with them, which was a pair of lungs, which a giant pair of lungs, which turned black. And it was in Bombay as well. It was the uh, outside National College in Bandra. Uh, and uh, wow. yeah, in fact, Milan Soman, Ravina Tandan, and a few other celebrities tweeted uh, and uh, you know tweeted about the installation. Uh, we of course we don't claim credit for the work everywhere because the work has to go out there. It's not like who's done it as important as the yes. work needing to be out there and the message. So installations like that, we built like about five or six lungs, so complete setups with these giant lungs and made of HEPA filters that turn black. Uh, wow. So, and and plus we've used it, uh, the space ourselves as artists. We we kind of ran Art Bangalore as well, and we built a giant thread art installation there, which was completely wired with L wire, and it, it was huge letters Art Bangalore. We did the front. Uh, so cool stuff. So we, we like wow. to use the workshop ourselves a lot. And it, 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 it's, yeah, that's, that's one of the other reasons we have to keep it open because we love using the space ourselves. It's our, it's our workshop. It's our office. And it's everybody's space as well. You know, so you can come in. Uh, we just advise people to respect the tools and stay safe. You know, safety is a key to working because everything's worrying. It's like high-powered tools. Uh, True. Yeah. True. I think um, we are, uh, it's already 12.30 yeah. now. We are, going, we are going to be having five minutes. So, I mean, I really wish I could speak more about your work and your space. And it's so intriguing. Like, I think lungs is connected to even COVID right now. And I think it's a huge message which you all have. Huge message which you all have, uh, you know, uh, made for, uh, you know, uh, them. For, I mean, I'm sorry, I forgot their name. An NGO, right? Yeah, Jatka. For the NGO. The they, they do yes. cool work, yeah. They do cool work. That's amazing. That's amazing. So, though I uh, could really wish to have you for longer and ask many more questions, which I'm intrigued about. But uh, I think it's already 12.30. I think in five minutes, this video is going to go off. So, I'm going to continue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm, yes. So, Craig, it was amazing having you. It's a, it has been an honor for us to have you at our podcast at God of Onions. And, uh, I mean... Having your industry and knowing your industry, which is one of the niche in India, uh, it's been an honor. And uh, a lot of artists over here, uh, I think you all can really check out Craig's workshop, which is the workshop for Bangalore. And uh, if possible... <laughs> I would say it's Anna's as well, because the idea Anna's is hers. Also. I'm just here taking the credit and talking right now, because she's like, she's, she's with Ariana, you know. Uh, so. I can answer, yes. <laughs> Like otherwise, I be, one of us has to be with her. Otherwise, she'll be here talking to y'all, going like giving you a lecture, probably. Uh, so, <laughs> okay, all right. So I think it's been an honor, Craig and Anna, having y'all at my space at Godfanians, the workshop Bangalore. It has been amazing talking to you guys. And uh, it's been a lot of information for a lot of upcoming as well as the artists who have already set their foot. And um, I hope a lot of people get to know about you. And uh, yes. Yeah. So great. Thank you so much. And thank you so much, Anna, for uh, being a part of uh, God of Onions. 
Thanks, Ira. Yeah, wish you all the best and lovely, lovely conversation. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Craig. Thank yeah. you. Bye bye.